Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Bonus episode one, bonus number one of I Seem Fun, the Diary of Jen Kirkman podcast. I thought, what could I do for my listeners over Thanksgiving? I know a lot of people want to avoid their families, put some headphones in. A lot of people take time off during this week, but I am going to entertain you twice. And you might be traveling a lot. So I found something in my Dropbox from two years, three years ago. I did the Bell House in Brooklyn. September 2014, I did all new stuff. Uh, some of it made it onto my new special from last year. And uh, it's really just me off the cuff, having so much fun, living off the energy of the audience. It was three years ago. I was in a very different place then. Like, I feel like I'm a different person 10 times over. I don't know what I said. I don't like to listen to myself. So maybe I'm not as woke as I should be on this. I'm probably saying weird shit. It was that year that I wasn't talking to my ex, who's now my ex again. Um... I was just turned 40 and came back from Sweden. Working on Chelsea Lately had just ended. My agent had just said to me, um, my agent that I shared with Joan Rivers, uh, she said to me right before the show, I just said goodbye to Joan. They're taking her off life support tomorrow. So I knew Joan was going away. Uh, Robin Williams had killed himself the month before. I felt this, it was an honor to be a comic. I felt like honoring their energy. I was shot out of a cannon. So we're going to do episode one is part one today, the first hour. And then the next one will come out tomorrow on Thanksgiving, episode two, the second hour. So this is brought to you commercial free, not interrupted. And so the only commercial I'm going to give you is again, when you're doing your Black Friday shopping, go to bobblebar.com, B-A-U-B-L-E-B-A-R.com slash Jen-Kirkman or go to jenkirkman.com right on my homepage and partake in my jewelry line. It will only exist until December 31st and it only exists on Bobble Bar. They are custom made. I cannot bring these things on the road because they are not made until you hit purchase. And they say fun things like single, taken, cat lady, unavailable, feminist AF, boss, over 40, 30-ish, all kinds of fun stuff. 
all different colors of acrylic, different sizes, gold or silver. One of them says child-free. Some of them come in fancy versions. Some of them come in cheaper versions. So please, everybody, get on it. JenKirkman.com. Get your bobble bar stuff. It expires December 31st. Tell everyone you know and enjoy your holiday bonus. Live from New York from September 
with the jokes, ready to go, yeah, you know, all that shit, right? This is not that night. So this is, this is bad, sad, dangerous territory. So I would tell the people, now, but maybe you're one of those people who watches the show, but you're not, like, the women and the men who have said that, now, and I'm going to get off this in a second. This, the show isn't started yet, so just, this is like, I don't have a warm-up. This is me warming me up and warming you up. The people that said they only know me from that show, now you are, uh, you like to turn on the TV at 11 at night and, and watch some jokes and stuff like that, right? You're not like, um, let's do shots with Jen, like you're normal adults, right? I'm asking, stop laughing, all right? Normal adults? and you put, like, reindeer ears on your head and have sex. I don't mean that. But you're not, like, uh, easily offended or, like, is this going to be a shots party and I'm going to put on some music that's like... Okay, okay. Because I feel like that shows a little bit of that reputation, right? I'm a little bit less mainstream. Who the fuck cares? I'm talking to two people here. Okay, listen. shit around, and then this, don't act like this is part of it, and then I have more to say to you, and then we're going to get, because I do have stuff planned to say, and it's going to be funny, but now I'm getting excited about it. Let me just, like, get a little more excited by organizing. in the winter to go, oh, oh, stop. I probably won't. 
want some job will come up, and my agents will be like, you really have to do it. And I'll be like, but I have an apartment. And then, uh, and I'll do it. But so whatever. So don't go all, you know, whooping and hollering over here. But I'm just saying, I will be working on this material wherever the fuck it is. With Texas, the moon, my parents' basement, the mental home. I don't care. Whatever it is, I'll be working out the material that this is the first time that I've written down a list of everything I want to try to talk about, and now I will improvise what I think about it. Now, I'm not saying that so that you're like, what a genius. I don't mean that at all. Uh, a lot of good stuff comes out of improvising. A lot of times you're like, that's fucking funny. She just thought of that. And then a lot of times you're like, I can tell she just thought of that. That was sucked. So there's going to be suck and there's going to be inspiration tonight. Inspiration. Fucking shoot me, people. <laughs> Like for me in my head, there's no good way to explain it. I didn't. I didn't mean you'll be inspired. I meant like it'll drop in. Okay, stop. Okay. So there's that. Okay. So my point about all of this is, is that I have only and always wanted to be a stand-up my whole life. I think that stand-up comedy, whether it's, I don't mean me doing it. I mean now as a fan of it, uh, is the most magical, wonderful thing on earth. It has never changed in all these years. The rules are always the same, and there's a justice to it sometimes. And I think it's an amazing thing. So I have so much respect for it. So the fact that I could book this show and that you guys came out and this sold out tonight, uh, I do not take that for fucking granted, and I, I'm not here to shit on anything or just be like, hey, what are my notes? I, I purposely tried to bill it as a night of, of working out new stuff, which might be interesting for people who really love comedy like I do and like to see how things work and I, I promise it'll be funny and we're going to get to it but I'm just saying like <laughs> I really want this to be uh, before someone writes me an angry email which I do get after shows I didn't like that you're rude and then looked at notes right but remember the speech I gave about the looking at notes I got there late okay well listen I'm just trying to so what I'm saying is I'm trying to say that this is something I'm doing uh, I, I'm hoping I'm showing the utmost respect that I have for comedy, for myself, bless you, for you guys, for everything, and that I think that even though it's not planned material, some of it is, some of it I've worked on a little bit, but that I hope we can all still have fun, because I think it's just about laughing and all that kind of stuff, so I am truly honored that after all these years, I can come back, and I don't even know who you guys are, I don't know why you know me or why you're here, and I don't care, it doesn't matter. Um, I was talking to my agent backstage, she's like, I can run a report on that. I'm like, you fucking run that report, I want to know who the fuck these people, what's my demo? What's my demo? <laughs> but I mean it, like, I, I am so truly honored that you came, and uh, I know I'm probably going on and on as though I'm uh, receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award. <laughs> so fucking clear through the bumps and lumps of tonight that it is not me thinking that I can just roll through town and shit out some new stuff and like, yeah, fucking love it. Like, I know I really wanted to make sure that everyone in here wanted to see a comedian work stuff out. And I know why, if you did, why you do. Because it's fun to watch someone who you know can be funny fail. I fucking love it. So don't be afraid to just, like, Laugh at me. You know, like, I don't care. I don't give a shit. So this is all going to be fun. Okay, so that being said, I should have hired someone to make that speech for me. <laughs> thank you to the Bell House. I think it's the third time I've been here in a year and a half, and they just let me come here. And uh, I, I, thank, I thank them for it. Um, thank you. <laughs> 
might be stuff I'm working on. And if you take my picture, that's fine. Make sure I look thin. Here's the problem. There's a couple things going on with the weight. Now let me talk about it. We're going to get into it later. I made the mistake of deciding I'm going to be celibate, and we're going to we're going to get into it as part of the act. But you know, I did that thing where no one was fucking me, and then I turned it into a spiritual journey. <laughs> people with your fucking. <laughs> I'm going to meditate every day. Every time I get horny, I'm going to meditate. And I'm like, I am horny a lot. I can't keep sitting here in this fucking position. So, how about this? I'll meditate once a week, get angry when I'm horny the rest of the week. <laughs> then I do this thing. Ah, it's so freeing being celibate, you guys. Because I know I've decided. Because so I did. Okay, well now I'm getting into the act before I meant to. Because um, I wanted to explain the outfit. Okay, well hang on. Let me. Then we'll go back. Okay. Oh fuck! My mind doesn't work in a way that I like it to. Okay. So here's where we go. I wish I had like a whistle. I feel like a traffic cop. I'm trying to rein myself in. Like, okay. I don't do sound effects. Sorry. How the Chelsea lately people doing so far? You guys good? We go. We good? Okay. I'm kidding. We'll get to the celibacy in the act, but uh, that that seemed like a good, that's a good area, right? We'll go into that. Okay. <laughs> so because I did the celibate thing, which I declared in April, I'm not fucking anyone anymore until I turn 40, which I just did last week. Thank you. <laughs> I love the attention. I love birthday attention. So I did that. And when you're not fucking people... As a feminist, it's hard to reconcile that you start eating. And I couldn't believe that I really had been restricting calories and maybe doing a class or two or sitting in some L.A. sweat sauna thing. I couldn't believe I was doing that for men. I thought I was doing it for my back and for my health. I wasn't. Because the minute men were in the picture, I was like, why the fuck am I going to go do that for? And I just, you know, I'll eat three dinners. And so... Cool 10 pounds, which is great. Thank you. You're a size healthy. I know. I look great. <laughs> but you can't gain that first 10. Because then you'll go, that's where you tip, right? That's where you tip. So you got to stay fit even when you're celibate. Because the day the celibacy ends, you don't want to have to be like, uh, I turned 40. I can fuck again. I have made up this weird thing. Um <laughs> But give me a month. I gotta get on the treadmill and do some weird shit. And then, um, because it's like a sloppy, like it's the type of eating you're doing when you're celibate, which is like, no one's looking at And so you get like a male gut, and then like, not a fun big ass, but like one that it's just like the ass goes to here. And it's like, oh, you have a big thigh muscle. No, that's my ass. Doesn't have anywhere to go, so it has to be an ass down here too. <laughs> now I'm not complaining. I know I'm a thin person, but that's the problem. When you're kind of a thin person, ten you can see the ten, right? So tonight, uh, so I'm breaking the celibacy, and that is not your business. But I have a, <laughs> I have a plan already. With, well, well it, it doesn't matter. I have a plan. <laughs> the gentleman knows he's in the plan. He was like, I've been trying to fucking tell you this for a long time, and I was like, I wasn't listening. Uh, let's see if we can uh, fuck and not laugh. Uh, so, here's the thing. 
I was celibate. Okay, I was cel- Okay, there's one slip up. I'll tell you about. I was celibate from <laughs> April until now, until my birthday. I mean, still celibate today. So when I was packing for this trip, I was in Sweden last week, and then I came straight here. No big deal. I traveled the world and you know, never tire. But uh, so I got. I packed the tight, fun pants from when I was eating healthy to have flings, you know, and those don't button. <laughs> Which is fine. Sometimes people, you know, will take a picture with me after a show, and I don't don't touch here, please. Uh, when the pants are so tight, you know that kind of thing. So uh, I packed all those and I put them on in my hotel room today, and I went, "Oh, none of this works." So I put on the pleather sweatpants <laughs> and tried to make it a look. Um, this is a Halston Heritage shirt. Thank you. Bought it uh, in. Uh, Tribeca three months ago, and then uh, these are some fun shoes. And listen, I'm just naming what I'm wearing now. This is not going to be, this is her new hour? No, this is not going to be. But I bought these earrings yesterday. They're made from license plates. They say 74, the year I was born. So it's a celebratory outfit, but if you, the whole point is I saw a camera flash. If you take my picture, take away. I don't, I'm, don't record this, but oh, by the way, wait, hang on. Okay, let me get to the picture. If you take my picture, absolutely. But what makes me want to kill myself, and I don't mean to say that, because I know that's a big deal, suicide. (laughs) And I know people love to write articles about, the clowns are depressed. I know that. (laughs) But I'm not joking when I say it makes me want to kill myself. Now, don't act like suicide has to happen for a good reason. (laughs) Why did she kill herself? Well, she was overwhelmed with debt, and she... You know, her mother disowned her, and then she got a phone call from the abyss that said there is no God, nothing means anything. Oh, I get why she killed herself then, okay. But God forbid someone looks fat in a picture and they kill themselves. That was selfish and awful. Listen to me. I will kill myself if you make me look fat in a fucking picture, okay? Because I'm back on the market trying to get fucked. I'm not going to retweet that shit or whatever. So don't take it up, because these pants deceivingly heavy, right? You've got to take the picture like this, and I swear to God I'm not joking. If you take a picture of me, you are allowed to stand up and hold the phone up and down. And you are allowed to retake it as many times until someone calls me and says, are you sick? And I go, no, I eat all the time. I just have a high metabolism. (laughs) So I'm not joking about that, although it is truly funny. (laughs) Now, please don't record this show because you have a life and you're not going to go back home and listen to it. You know you're not. This is not, I'm not Richard Pryor or someone that's going to, you know do anything exciting with their life, like, I'll be around, so don't, so don't fucking record this, because if it goes out on YouTube, she's so funny, no one understands it but me, everyone who doesn't understand it will see exactly why they don't understand it, that's not funny, she's, what is she talking about, you had to be there, right, you had to be here, and then we shut the fuck up and we leave, so please don't record it. If you want me to have any kind of career, do not put it on YouTube. Everyone check out Jen's new set that's not ready. Don't do it. Okay. God, I could make a career doing funny announcements. 
Okay, so we worked on some of the syllabus. See, so we're going to roll back to that. I love how I'm like, don't worry, you guys. I'm going to do what I came to do. So, okay. Here's something I worry about as a person. And it might not be relatable in New York, because I know you guys are driving, but I'm assuming you all came from a place where you've driven a car. Like, I grew up in Boston. I drove, you know, then I moved here and then drive. And now I live in L.A. But it's a road rage story. But it's not... I hope it's not unrelatable. I worry myself sometimes because I used to be on antidepressants and now I'm not. And I'm not depressed, so that's why I do not take them. But every once in a while, I don't know the difference between a sudden increase in heart rate and anger or this is the day I fucking flipped. I could get angry a little bit, but they would bring me back down. And then I would never have to ask myself, is the next step driving to a hospital? Not because I'm going to hurt myself, but because I'm going to hurt others. And what's fucked up about it is I don't give a shit that I hurt them. But I know somewhere in my head from kindergarten that I should care. But I don't care. I only care because I don't want to go to jail. (laughs) So, I'm driving my Volvo diesel. That's right. I used to have an Audi. Who's your best friend? Me? Are you a Volvo dealer? Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. This is... This is, this, this is the shit that live comedy is made of. You are Volvo? I'm a hundred, and so I couldn't hear you. You have a Volvo or you work for Volvo? I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this to you. And I'm not going to get upset. There's so many people on this planet to be friends with. I've got to have a little more than you have a ball. Like, what else might we have in common? When's your birthday? You have a vulva, so do I. Okay, that's two things. When's your birthday? So you're a Gemini? Taurus, my sister's a Taurus. Okay, so that's good. She's overdramatic and writes on Facebook every day about how she lost her cell phone and she's 50, but whatever. <laughs> that doesn't win the act. Uh, but you have a Volvo. What's your, is, do you have a diesel or just a Volvo, 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 Volvo? You don't know? You gotta know, girl. You put the wrong gas in that thing. Your car fucking blows up. You must just have normal. Not diesel. Okay, well, I care about the environment. So I have a diesel. <laughs> What's your name? Hi, Stacy. I'm Jen. Nice to meet you. Um, so I'm a Volvo. Now, this is not anything to do with the story, but I'm stretching. Okay, so I used to have an Audi, and then the lease was up, and so I went Volvo. And I know what you're thinking. Don't lease. It's a waste of money. I met Susie fucking Orman, who told me that. And I said to her face, listen to me, bitch. I'm a single woman out there on the road. I 
do not want to own a car because after the fifth year, the warranty is gone, and then I'm out there, and the engine drops out, and where the fuck do I go? Who do I call? I have no one. I don't have a strong lesbian lover. I don't have five grand to fix this car. I'm going to keep leasing and taking it up the ass and going, that's the money I throw away every month, and that's going to be budgeted into my lifestyle. Is that okay? She goes, no one's ever put it that way. Okay. I'm like, I fucking, I talk. Yes. I shot down Susie Orman. Did a drink just magically appear on my <laughs> Who did that? Not Stacy. Stacy, you selfish kind. You think you're my friend? Someone bought me a fucking drink. You're just talking about your car. I have a Volvo and a Volvo and a thing. All about you, isn't it, girl? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know I say that with love. <laughs> And it doesn't matter why I met Susie Orman. It was, you know, I'm in show business. You know, I'm not in Brooklyn all the time. You know, eventually I go out and do glamorous things. Um, but so anyway, so I'm driving my. Uh, so I, I I turn the car in the Audi diesel, and the and the the price on the new model is stupid. Uh, it's not a price I could pay. And then think about people who don't have water in other countries. You know, it's one of those. Now I think I'm perfect. These shoes were too much money for people who don't have water in other countries. But I have to pick something to be ridiculous about. <laughs> so I want to go go to the Volkswagen. Oh fuck! I don't have a Volvo. I have a Volkswagen. Not friends. <laughs> Seven to ten, thank you. Okay. I'm sorry to say September 11th in New York. I was fucking here when it happened. I watched it all fall. So don't tell me I can't get fucked 14 years later on that. Okay. Sorry, I have a Volkswagen. So I got a Volkswagen. Um, I got a Volkswagen. Diesel. Not, listen. Prius is better. Bikes are better. I get them. But it's as good as we can get for, for a car that's whatever. Okay, so I'm driving it. It's a, a weird, I drive a station wagon. People go, why do you, a 40-year-old divorced woman with no kids, drive a station wagon? And I go, I didn't know that boring people cornered the market on station wagons. I, I am a single woman who has to move around shit a lot of the times. And I like to put that seat down. <laughs> and have a nice young man from Pier 1 help me put the shit in. <laughs> then I pull up confidently at my home. I live in like a doorman building. And then I get there and I act like, I didn't realize I had to take it out. <laughs> You'll do it yourself. <laughs> and I get on Twitter, Oh, I'm a feminist! But listen... <laughs> typical day. So, in traffic, driving the Volkswagen. Now, here's the thing with diesel. It takes like two seconds sometimes if you've been at a light a long time, if you hit the gas, unless you floor it and risk flying into the sky, which I think is a thing that can happen. Unless you floor it, it's going to take like, okay, so let's say uh, 
this is me in the car, and there's someone behind me. So here's me, light turns green, and I hit the gas. It kind of doesn't go, and then it goes. Okay, so it's like that much time. But in L.A., and now it's not to make fun of L.A., it's just a difference in culture, because you know you get the same way with the subway. If the doors are shutting, like, yeah, like, it's, it's, you know, it's that kind of thing. If you don't turn exactly when it turns green, that's one car, ten cars down, that is going to be a little bit later that day, right? It's all a magical effect. We're all connected. So I'm always very conscientious when I'm first in line. I'm texting, you know, get that fucking foot on the pedal and go. So I was mortified this one day when the light gave me the green arrow to turn left, and I hit the gas, and it didn't go, and I went, shit, and I double-checked that it was in drive, and I hit it again, and then it went. But cars had already started behind me. So, no big deal. I was meditating. Uh, No big deal to me. I honestly was like, I remember thinking to myself as I turned the corner, this meditation is really paying off. I am not even mad about those cars beeping. You know what? That's all the sounds of life, right? It's all part of the soundtrack. Sometimes there's classical music. Sometimes there's beeping. So proud of myself driving. So then I come to a stop, another stop sign, and this guy, about 55 years old, gray hair, Mercedes convertible. I just have the Volkswagen uh, sunroof that goes all, it doesn't go all the way in the back, because as the guy who sold it to me said, your kids could fall out. I go, well, I don't have any, so can you cut an extra hole in there? (laughs) He's like, no. Okay, so, so I have a sunroof, Mercedes next to me, and I have all my windows open. Because I'm blaring Led Zeppelin, and not only do I want the world to enjoy it, but I want to hear if cops are coming and stuff. So, uh, so I, you know, that I pull over and I get hit by an ambulance. Okay, so I'm at the stoplight, feel good about myself. I don't even give a shit that anyone honked. What a, what a life this is. It's beautiful out. And I hear, hey, you fucking dumbass. And I look over at the guy and he goes, you're a dumbass. Why don't you start your fucking car next time? Pay attention. <laughs> I probably needed to meditate like 17 days to have the calm that I needed for that guy. And I go, oh, I put the car in park. Because it was time to stand on my seat through the summit. where I always go with shit and I apologize to my mother. My mother's dying, you fucking asshole! (laughs) So then he calls me on it. So you were checking your phone? Ooh, shit, I didn't think of that. But I wasn't, but I thought... No, it's just on my mind, dipshit! Take your fucking midlife crisis 
There's no reason to do it. No one gave it to me. I'm not enjoying it. I just made this for myself, and now I'm sitting in it, fucking shaking. Do I drive to a hospital? No, I fucking chased that guy. I sped up. I cut off the Italian woman. She knew what I was doing. She was like, go ahead, darling. Oh, keep going, honey. And I found him. And guess what was the best revenge? Is he still wasn't any further along than I was. He was at a red light, and I pulled up and went... Russian gets you nowhere, does it, buddy? Like, now I'm, whoa, Dalai Lama, here she comes with one of her lessons. <laughs> Russian to sit still, aren't we, sir? <laughs> Such is life, right? And he looks at me, he goes, God, you're persistent. And I went, that's right. And he goes, that's a good point. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he's like, <laughs> he goes, we both fucking ended up in the same place. And now I'm like, I love him. <laughs> Must be all that meditating I've been doing. See, I knew it. I have a compassion that other people don't, and you'll catch up. But when you just kind of open your heart, and a lot of people think love means marriage and kids, and that's for small-minded people. But love is big. I could love the whole world, right? You know, I could just, love is just... Love is God, you know? You don't say there's no God. God is love. It's all love, right? Blow the roof off. What comes in? Love. So yeah, me and him and this guy, don't fucking judge me for standing on a roof screaming that he's going to fuck a 20-year-old. That was another sign of love. Love and anger. Two things, whatever, you know? Forgive myself. That's part of the journey that we're taking. So then the adrenaline went away, and then I got this pit of love that came up like a rocket to where I start now. Now I'm sobbing, driving for my love of the world. Like, it's amazing how one minute you're in your car. <laughs> Taking a left in the next. You're yelling. And then the next. It's okay. God, I just... I want to blog about it or something. <laughs> and everybody did this <laughs> That guy's probably nice. <laughs> Maybe his wife died. Maybe he never got married. Maybe he is a producer. <laughs> <laughs> then I get to where I'm going, and it's like nothing ever fucking happened. <laughs> I go to a meeting, I'm like, hey, how are you? Nice to see you. Great, let's sit down. Let's have a good time. And I'm like, I'm a fucking sociopath. Do not have me in your world. Don't. I, you cannot. There's no way. There's no way. Does anyone ever give you a guidebook when you're born? Even if you're in therapy, do you go, hey, just a quick question. Is it possible to go from feeling superior about meditating to standing on a roof screaming Honestly, maybe if you had had a gun shooting someone, shaking, getting validation from a stranger just because they're Italian, then uh, crying, and then forgetting the whole thing. Is that, like, in a lifetime, that'd be cool, right? Like, zero to 80? I'm talking three minutes. I'm talking uh, 60 seconds, not 180 seconds. Is that... Is there a pill for that, or do I just stop right now and tell my parents, 
where I keep my things, and they can sort it out, and I go somewhere. Is it? But I don't want to tell anyone that because I kind of don't want to have to go anywhere. So I'm just assuming, since you're laughing, that this is normal. But I don't like it. I, I don't like getting mad. And I'm not a mad person. I'm, uh, like, in real life, if I'm, you know, like, I'm not a yeller. Like, if I'm dating someone, I'm not like, yeah, I didn't shut the door. You know, I don't do any of that. I guess I'd have to be dating people to let you know what I'm like when I'm dating people. But in my mind, I am a sweetheart. I snuggle right up with you. <laughs> love people conceptually. <laughs> There's too many people on the planet to really... Like, all these people that are supposed to be our teachers, Jesus, Buddha, there's like four people on the planet when they're around. They're like, it's love. I'm like, I could kind of see that. You knew like you saw like one person a week. But <laughs> it's hard to love anyone except conceptually. Like, conceptually, I'm like, okay... We're all going through the same things. We're never going through it at the same time, though. So you'll, you know, you have no sympathy for someone, like, when they're doing their thing. They're like, and, um, we, we dated for a year, and we knew at the beginning that I wanted kids and he didn't, and now it's over. And you just want to go, don't fucking waste my time with this. I told you a year ago that you had different life paths. But when it's you, you're like, thought he might have a girlfriend. <laughs> he never mentioned her. No, but you don't understand. We went to the mall. Then I found out he did have a girlfriend. Why are you being so dismissive? Your thing was stupider than my thing. <laughs> but although I like people conceptually, I, I travel uh a lot, and so my life is made up of small talk, and I don't mean it to sound like I'm being a bitch, because I like talking to strangers, and but that's the thing, is I like talking, I like conversation, I like getting into a real discussion with people, and uh, I think small talk is running rampant, like I'm not I'm going to be kidding about it in a minute, or trying to make it funny, but I'm not, like making a joke when I say I truly believe it's like it's ramped up in the last 10 years it's bad like there's a lot of middle management going on just going make conversation but no one's doing their fucking jobs right do you know how many times like I'm a vegetarian you know how many times I've gone home with a grilled cheese and tomato sandwich that just has like a rib like from the fucking Flintstones on the roof in it and I'm like what the fuck but it's because the guy was like how's your day going so far what are you doing what are you up to and it, like I'm like what and I'm all distracted while he's talking and don't look at the thing and then I get home I'm like god damn it <laughs> like just do your fucking job like I see so much small talk like there's a thing that happens to me all the time as a comic. I get in a cab or I get room service at a hotel at crazy hours, 5 a.m. The first thing people say to me is, how's your day going so far? No. No, no so far. Day start now. The first person I spoke to, I have crust in my eyes. I don't... 
so I don't know how to answer. And I go, good, yeah, why? <laughs> well, it isn't, it isn't, but I, you asked me. I'm not going to go bad. And, and, but, but how amazing would it be if you just got into a cab or somewhere where people make small talk and they just went, are you terrified of death? Fucking absolutely. Oh, and then you could just talk about that, you know, like. <laughs> Instead of, hello, are you having a nice day? Big plans this weekend? Big plans this weekend? I don't fucking know, no. <laughs> you know how many times this summer, I live in L.A., it's sunny every day, I'm really fucking sick of it. You know how many times this summer I put on a fucking bathing suit ready to go out, I couldn't get past my front door, and I went, I can't do this, and I went to bed in a bathing suit with suntan lotion. That's depression. You can be depressed in your cute little pajamas if you want. I had a fucking bikini on with a little suntan lotion sticking to the sheets. My outfit said this is a different scenario than this woman is putting us in. I'd love to tell a cab driver that instead of being like, yeah, just in town for, you know, or, you know, big plans this weekend. Yeah, I had big plans. Then I got in bed in my fucking bathing suit. Can we talk about that? That'd be fun. Then you tell me your thing. It's not the 50s where you drive in a little car that looks like a box and you pull up in a little home that looks like a box and you eat dinner out of a box tray and you look at the TV box and then you're like, it's the weekend. Like when people say stuff about big plans for the weekend, I'm like, I haven't known what day it is for fucking four months. I don't know what you mean, big plans for the weekend. But then I become an asshole. I'm an artist. We don't go by time, sir. <laughs> it's just that I have ADD and I'm a prick who and my friends don't like me. Like, that's why I don't have big plans. I told you, I'm in bed in a fucking bathing suit. But I just don't like wasting time. If you talk to me, let's make it fucking meaningful. Are you afraid of death? Oh, me too. What do you think it is? Now, now are you kind of afraid of the moment of death? Like that last gasp is going to take forever. Like, <laughs> and everyone around you's like, go to the light. You're like, why don't you fuck yourselves? I know. There's not even a light. It's a cliche. How dare you tell me where to go? If someone tells me what to do the last second of my life, I am going to it, but I have a free pass to 
go anywhere I want, any time of night, any house, even if I've never been there. just 
Like, that's not how she explained it to me. So she made it just seem like I'd be happy for a long time. You are going to feel so good. And it goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And I was like, I'm going to have a fucking panic attack. What if I don't like on and on happy? What if I need a little, what if I need a rainy day and a fight with someone? What if I need that? What if I fucking need that? No, on and on and on and on. So that kind of stuff is what I think about all the time. What if I'm the one person in the afterlife that they forgot to turn off like 1% of my brain and I'm in the afterlife going, fuck, very bored over here. Panicking is not the bliss thing. More the margaritas at lunch thing and I'm like hungover and I feel shaky. Uh, is anyone listening? Oh, you're too blissful. Oh, fuck you too. All right, well, oh, there's my friends having fun and everyone talking. No, actually, everyone not talking about me. Well, I guess I should just fuck myself. I didn't mean that much to them anyway. Like, that is what I'm terrified of. I'd rather just lights out nothing. I don't want the religious Jesus and God and all these people are cradling me because I'm afraid I'll know it. And I'll be like, this is weird. Like, I, I wasn't married, you know, twice for a reason. I don't like all these families that I don't know, like, getting in my business. Like, now there's God and Jesus and Joseph. And it's like, oh, just like, leave me alone. Like, I don't want all that. So... That's what I'm thinking about. Like, have you ever just seen me walking down the street? I'm thinking about uh, getting fucked (laughs) or that. And that's pretty much it. Or I'm thinking about lip syncing to an amazing thing, sort of a Cirque du Soleil in like an all leather suit. And I can't decide if I'm lip syncing or really singing, but since I know I can't sing, I think I'm really lip syncing. So I'm either thinking about that routine or sex or what the fuck happens in the afterlife. So if you just catch me... Big plans this weekend? I'm like, what? <laughs> Big plans this weekend? I have a routine to do, or an afterlife to possibly figure out, or not the other thing, because I'm celibate, and I'll explain it fucking later. <laughs> but the thing is, so this is my problem with small talk, and I don't know if this is what you guys have noticed. So let's say you're at Starbucks now. There can never be a second of silence, right? And you don't know if someone's doing their job or waiting on something. Like, if you go anywhere where there's a computer, which computers have only gotten better, but every establishment I go to, they seem to be getting worse. So it's like, so you want one ticket to Dallas? Okay. Oh, sorry, my computer froze. It's not working. How is your weekend? I'm like, wait. Are you working? Or no, you just stopped and decided to ask me how my weekend was. These computers, it's fine. What are you in town for? Okay, what the fuck? Can I get the ticket? Can I get the ticket? Or if I go to Starbucks, now it's like there's young people, and I don't mean to say young people, but I'm sorry, I'm 40. There's people who, uh, like I was, okay, I was a cashier when I was 14. Right? And I didn't have to be. It wasn't like a poor family down in their luck, but I just didn't know what else to fucking do. So I was like, I guess I'll just get a job. And my parents didn't argue. They're like, yeah, go get a job. And I was like, okay. So I went to uh, the grocery store. This is before, boop, boop. I typed in codes, you motherfuckers. All right, broccoli, broccoli's 13. You put on the thing, type in. No one knows what I'm saying. Okay, so I do that. There was no talking. You know, the mother was busy. She's ringing up her thing. She's got a kid crying. He's smearing chocolate on his face. I'm getting her through as fast as she can. I am there to perform a service. I'm not there to be your best friend. What are you doing later? You know, like a weird job. I'm just there to do it. And when I talk outside of it, I'm not focused on what I'm doing. 
Now when I go to Starbucks, there's an 18-year-old working who I think is so used to quickness and social media or whatever the fuck old people say that young people are doing wrong. <laughs> I can tell there's, there's that thing of, I can't say something and know that they can remember two things. And I start stressing. I can tell by looking at someone they can't remember two things. I want a muffin and a coffee, and it's going to be really, I'm going to have to, okay, I'm going to have to get gear up for this so I can, you know, I get up. Hey, can I help you? Hi, I'd like a brownie Americano and a muffin. Uh, uh, chai mocha, no, 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 no. A granny Americano and a muffin. Iced pea. No, no, no. Not even no pea. You don't even have pea on the thing. I, uh, okay. Maybe if I say it slower. Grande Americano. Grande Americano. That's four foot. Well, hey, hang on. I want the muffin too. Oh. I have to ring it up differently. I know. You wouldn't have had to if you could think of two things at once. I tried to tell you ten times. You know, the computer's frozen. That's okay. I still want the muffin, though. How was your weekend? You don't fucking get to know how my weekend was. Get your brain going with two things at once. No wonder you're not kidding me. I get a lot of room service, not because I'm some rich bitch, but because I'll take a fucking 7 a.m. flight, which means you leave for the airport at... Five or something, right? So I'll get like a 5 a.m. room service. Knock on the door. Wow, what great. Who did that? <laughs> I usually use that as my wake-up call. So that knock is me getting up for the first time. I have my eye shades. I put them on like this. In a bathroom in pajamas. Room's totally dark. I open it. Some guy comes in. Hey, how you doing? How's your day going so far? I'm like, oh, okay, okay. If you think anything has been going on so far. And you know what? I'm sorry that it fucking hasn't. I'm sorry there's not a man hiding under the bed. But then he keeps talking. Like, before he gives me the bill to sign, he's like, what are you in town for? I'm like, okay, you know what? What men don't understand about women is when you're a woman in your hotel room at 5 a.m. before the sun is up, a man delivering eggs to your room and a man coming to assault you anally looks exactly the same. It starts with someone knocking. Hey, can I come in? Sure. Uh, or, hey. So I'm always a little on guard. Even if you have a fucking uniform, I don't trust it. So how about drop the eggs off, throw the bill under the door, run the fuck away, and let me feel safe in my own world. How about that? You should, oh, thank you. You should applaud them. <laughs> Doing a lot of walking back and forth. Let me just check one thing. Did I take you out of the, oh, Jesus, it's late, okay. <laughs> First third of the show. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> Small talk shit, who gives a shit, right? That rich bitch went on and on about room service. I am looking at notes, but I explained before why, right? It's not in a fuck you, this is the alternative 90s way or whatever. Um, Here's my thing. Small talk, hate with transactions. Then there's people in your life, small talk. It's not small talk, it's just annoying things people say, like 
there's a certain point you get to in your life where if you are 40 and your friends are married with kids, there is just, even if it's not your friends directly, you go to a party and their friends are married with kids and you're there, there's a way people talk to you as though even if you're standing totally normal and you have a nice outfit on and you're speaking in a British accent, you're like, hello, nice to meet you, I'm Jen. They act like you're John Belushi, just like, you know. Neither do I, bitch, but I fucking turn my phone on and shit pops up. Someone knocks on my door. 